Hey guys, welcome to this episode of All About Architecture and Design, the podcast. This is Utsav Kamboj, founder of utsavkamboj.com and arkia.in. This podcast is for students, employees and entrepreneurs who are passionate about their work and want to make an impact. So in this podcast, I'm talking about how to hire your first ever employee. So first of all, congratulations that you have a number of projects going on that you need help with your work. Pat yourself on the back and cherish it. As a professional in today's world, you probably started freelancing quite early on while studying or doing internship or working at a firm. The typical scenario is that you are the whole and soul of the company, a one person army. You do everything from client meetings, site visits, drawings, BOQs, vendor meetings, negotiations, etc. You have long days, especially if you're juggling with a day job, with little time for friends and family and it gets super, super, super taxing on the brain and you definitely get to experience the rush as well. It's all going well. You want to take up more projects and build your portfolio, but then the reality strikes. All you have is 24 hours in a day. So the best part about being a solopreneur designer is that you get first-hand experience of all the stages of the project. You understand the nitty-gritties of different stages and become accountable and smart with problem solving and people management. And the fee you charge all goes into your own bank account. Now, all this works fine until you're bombarded with a number of projects because obviously you did a great job with your first few projects. When you start up, it's always a word of mouth. You and I both know that that gets you the clients and they come to you with similar expectations of what they saw in your previous works. So you've got to work twice as hard to ensure all goes well. But clearly there are just 24 hours in a day and there's only so much you can do. And when you have deadlines hovering over your head with multiple calls, you just realize you need somebody with you. And it's rare to have an architect or interior designer come up with a disruptive idea and find investors for the company because we are all creative individuals and creativity cannot be mass produced unless it's a product. So usually it's only when you're overloaded with work, you get the thought of hiring an employee or looking for friends for help. So the first thing to do before you hire an employee is to self-assess. Do a SWOT analysis of your own self and your work process. When you know and accept your strengths and weaknesses, you become more aware of yourself. This process will give you a clarity on what you should look for in your first employee because what's the point of having two people who are good at the same thing working on a project together? It just defeats the purpose. Your first team member should be good at something that you are not good at or need help with. It may sound harsh, but you will be thankful for this in the long run. So have you heard of the saying, too many cooks spoil the broth? Just imagine what would happen if two designers worked on the design of the same space. We creative people have strong opinions and no two of us can be the same. Each one of us is unique. Now there are two ways to go about this. One is to build your team and the second is to collaborate with another freelancer. Your employee would need a place to work or even if he or she is a virtual employee, they'll need a salary at the end of the month. While the freelancer would share profits. So you got to figure out what works best for you. So collaboration works when you think it's too much to put in capital investment into your business because you can start start working from home and delegate works to a different individual or company. 
The classic way is to separate the design and build stages of a project, like where you do the design consultation and outsource the contracting to somebody else. When you're looking for a team member, although social media is a boon, as it's super easy to network, connect, and find people. Post your requirements on different platforms to reach a number of people. Spend some time to design the poster and the copy for the job posting. It helps attracting the right kind of people and makes it easier for you to filter the applications. And now, after you've got lots of applications, go through the SWOT analysis you did initially and only then shortlist the candidates. Invite them for an interview. I would recommend doing at least two interviews, one over a phone call and the next one in person. Although you are the interviewer, do your homework. Prepare a questionnaire apart from the question that are generally asked. Ask them about their experiences and how they would handle difficult situations. Being a small team, you need to hire someone who is proactive and ready to take on challenges. Take it further only if you like what you're listening to. Else move on to the next candidate. Hiring the wrong person is an extremely costly affair, so be very careful. As this person will be your first teammate, it's nice to have someone who you can connect with as well. It helps to set a good vibe in the office. So after a successful interview, mail a short assignment to the shortlisted candidates. Give an assignment where you can assess the skills that you're looking for. It's comparatively easy to convince with words during an interview, but the 3D renders and the lines on AutoCAD don't lie. So what you see is what you get. On hiring your first employee, one of the most challenging tasks is assigning work and being okay with it. Because as someone who did everything for the project, it was easier for you to prioritize, set goals and have a flow. However, when there's a new person, it takes time for them to understand how things work and it also takes you time to figure out how this all goes. Give it a month or two and during this time, any delays or friction will have to be absorbed by you because you are the boss, the leader. I'm saying this from the heart because I have been there, trust me. It's a good idea to make the first two months as probation where you can assess performance every 15 days and make amendments accordingly. During this period, the salary paid should be a percentage of the agreed upon pay. And initially, many solopreneurs hire interns because of the lower pay scale and to test the waters. It is a good idea. However, do this only if you have a buffer time and do not have to heavily rely on the interns because they are learning and having interns is almost always going to increase your work rather than reduce it because they're still in their learning stage. So if you have a lot of workload, it is best not to hire interns, but rather hire a fresher or someone with any amount of experience, someone who can easily take up a considerable part of the workload and can be an asset to the projects you're working on. Hiring an efficient team member gives you some leverage to go network and get more projects. Don't forget that. So remember, teamwork makes the dream work. A good team with a great leader, which is you, can do wonders. Alrighty, I hope you like this podcast, guys. I will be back with another podcast next week.